Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul Podcast, episode 135, Expression and Soul Searching Through Art with Natasha Kiefer. Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul Podcast, your source for inspiration, motivation, and positive change. I'm your host, Rich Bracken, and in each episode, I'm here to provide exactly what you need to get you on your path to excellence through insights and amazing interviews with high achievers. Now, let's get started. Welcome everybody to the Enrich Your Soul Podcast. I'm excited today because we're talking with one of my favorite people about one of my favorite topics and I am excited to bring in not only one of the most talented artists I've ever known, but also a very good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years. And so I'm featuring today Miss Natasha Kiefer of NDK's Design and Decor. She is, I can't even call her an artist. Like what she does is on a whole nother level. She considers herself an inspirational traveling artist, but I, once you get to hear her story and we're actually gonna do a demonstration today in part two of the podcast. So that'll be available online to watch. This is gonna blow your mind and you're gonna reach out to her and you're gonna want to engage her to commission something because I have had the honor of having two of her paintings hanging in my office and i they're my favorite things in the entire world so what she does is she brings in a whole different energy a whole different level of emotion and a whole different level of talent to her art so natasha welcome to the show it's so good to see you and i'm excited and honored that you're here talking with me and with the audience here today so how awesome. are you it's great to see you i i'm fantastic and uh living it up it's you know enjoying life being able to be passionate and fulfilled and being able to do your desire is is a truly an amazing blessing and i love encompassing it and then also sharing with others so that way you get to see a magical journey of yourself basically unfold in front of your eyes literally when you see the paintings and being a part of the paintings itself so yeah it's beautiful thank you for having me i'm so excited Oh, of course. And so, and I love what you just said, and I want to dive more into that. But first, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, how your journey has gotten you to this point, and and why this path into art? Wow. Um, so if you've got like days and years, uh, I can literally give you this in a whole like trilogy. We can, we can break life. it up into sections. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it the saga of Natasha. Right. So kind of like in a nutshell, Um Life. Uh, actually, life has brought me to where I am. Um, you know, my journeys as a young girl, being able to travel in a, in a beautiful military home uh, with my parents being able to travel overseas, witnessing different historical events in my lifetime, um, coming out with sunshine, like, okay, let's let's hit the ground running. Uh, literally transformed me knowing that I was uniquely different. Um, I knew that I enjoyed meeting people, wanting to learn, wanting to sponge and just gain so much knowledge and the great outdoors, the environment really transformed myself to, to where I was and to who I am today. Um, another little journey part is, you know, as this word, you'll, you'll hear me say this word empathic or empath, um, and emotional, and I'm going to use one of your favorite words, emotional intelligence growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very in tune to people. I could always go, okay, you look a little blue today, or that's a great color on you, or you should wear that more, or, 
or not to be like judge, like that's definitely, you want to stay away from that color, but use it in other ways. Uh, and I also knew that I knew more things about people than I realized. So it was kind of like a, a cocooning stage and then kind of like a, here's a butterfly that transformed. Then throughout my life, I've had some sort of in the arts scene where I did visual merchandising. I've done retail, done denim specialists, uh, worked for the buckle when I was younger, did Dillard's, was a professional ballroom dance instructor and competitor. It All of that literally encompassed one day when I said, okay, I'm ready to live my full potential of my life instead of living it through other people's eyes or for other people. Um, another word of people pleasing um, is that I noticed something that I wanted to change for me to become a team for we. And by mm. doing that, there was a moment where I was living in Myrtle Beach and I just got done with the competition and I was very excited, you know, uh, first time women and kind of, you know, you're, you're just like, yes, and you, you're wanting to celebrate. And my cousin was like, let's do a painting party. Let's, let's have some wine and cheese and painting party. And I was like, all right, let's do this. So we went to the store, we grabbed a couple of things. And then that night, um, because then um, I loved wine and enjoyed it. I was like, okay, well, let's see if I need this to, to relax and to let's get into the swing of things. I remember that my friends and my cousin were in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden there was this moment where I was in the living room. I had the canvas in front of me. I saw this vision in front of me. And it was one of my favorite places on the beach. And I just drew it and painted it. And then it just organically came out. And I was like, wow, okay, this is something that I want to encompass in my life. And it changed my life at that moment. Then through that process of being a water spirit that I am, the beach was just, it, it revitalized myself. And at that moment, my intuition, things that I was seeing before that was dormanted came to life. And the following day, I went and saw my grandmother in Charleston, South Carolina. And we were having this conversation. And all of a sudden, I see these, these little orb type things. Um, and then all of a sudden, I noticed this, this image of my grandfather walking across the floor. And I've never met him. And at that moment, I described him. And so my grandmother went into the next room and, and got a picture of him and said, is this him? I said, yeah. I go, but he's got this, this, and this. And she goes, no one knows about that. And I was like, all right. At that moment, I went, this is what I need to do. How do I do this? Um, it was kind of like coming out of my closet type thing. You know, I, I don't want to feel like like I'm crazy or I know that this is what I need and how do I help this with others? I'm like, if this is parting and helping me, what can it do for other people? And that's literally uh, basically about a month later, I said, okay, goodbye dance world. I mean, I still teach um, by word by mouth. I still, you know, help couples and stuff like that. But that's when I really wanted to integrate and dive into the deeper part of what people don't always get to express or experience is the, really the true abyss that's inside you. And I went at that moment, 
changed my life forever. And, and it's been a, an amazing journey since. And there's definitely more to share, but kind of in a nutshell, that was the that was the transformation that I was asking for. And I was ready to, to receive it and enjoy the journey of where it's brought since I've been doing this for almost 11, 12 years now. Yeah. And I, I so, and thank you for sharing that story. And, and the, the story about your grandfather is like yeah. mind boggling. That's so, it's amazing that people have that ability. And I've known you to have a very strong intuition. And, you know, obviously it's come out in your art, which I've seen it firsthand. And, and I'm excited for people to see that in, in the, the demonstration that we'll do later. And a term that I've embraced, and I think it's something that we also have in common. Um, and as I'm hearing you describe this is, is what was, is, is considered to be a highly sensitive yeah. person where we hear music differently. You see art and color differently. You see energy differently. Would you, would you consider yourself yes, that? Yes. And to elaborate further on, because I know musicality is also really important to you. It's, it's, you know, it's like being that drummer. Um, and I was a musician for, for a short time. Um, when you get into that pocket, it's that pocket of bliss. There, there is no question. There's, there's no, there's no second guessing. You're just, you're in this, and, and I don't want to call it a void, but it, it's basically you're, you're in this, in this zone in this free zone where nothing matters and you're just like uh and i'm going to say this term it's like balls to the wall it's like here you go let's mm -hmm. let's just um right. get into that motion into that energy and you're all in sync you're just all synchronized and then you're creating this beautiful piece of music artistry even with sports it's like you become one with the ball or with the paddle or you become mm -hmm. you know you just have this energetic inside you like you know, there is no question. You're just going to do it. And yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've always, I've always described it. And I, and you're, you're, I'm like, I'm vibing off of what you're yeah. saying right now, because I've always described it, that there are people that are slogging through life, yeah. not finding that groove, not finding that fit for them. And it makes it difficult because we, a lot of people feel like they're putting in a lot of work and they're doing all the things, but they're in the wrong channel. They're in the wrong right. lane. And so it's harder. And it's almost like walking through, walking headfirst into a strong mm -hmm. headwind. Um, and it's it's difficult because they feel like I'm not making any progress and I'm not, this is not moving the way I want it to. But in, in, in reality, they're having so much difficulty and they're having so many problems with it because they're just not finding what their lane is. So they may deep down be an artist at heart, but they're trying so hard to be an accountant and be happy right. And they're just not finding that. Right. So as you think about your own embracing, because I think there, there's also this, um, this fear and freedom sensation when we think about finding that groove and embracing it too, because it's one thing to find it. That's hard enough. And it really is staying in tune with who you are. But then it's saying, okay, this is what I meant right. to do. Here we go. But so many people are afraid to take that step. So can you talk about how you embrace that because you had that pivotal moment where you realize, okay, there's something to this. Here we go, because there is fear there. So how did you step over that fear and embrace this new path? And what have you learned in that process that you would tell somebody else that is, that is maybe standing at the cusp of doing the same thing? Oh, great question and a great explanation. Uh, so to elaborate on that, it's the, it's knowing that it's a fear. And knowing that you're ready to take your power and embrace your power 
to bust through that threshold of that fear. And that takes gumption, courage, like you're your own personal cheerleader. And uh, even though we're conversing, I'm actually channeling at this moment and, and I wanna share this. It, it starts from the seed that has been planted in us that we didn't realize that we had planted those seeds from a long time ago at different points of our childhood that just grew and grew and grew and then kind of sometimes festered or became too weeded. And now you get to a point into your life where I'm ready to cut those weeds down. It's, it's you making that initial internal commitment. And it is, it's a, it's a combination of emotional, it's a combination, okay, this is a fear, why is this a fear? It's, it's asking yourself, what is this really doing to me? Is this really hurting me? Is this really a harm? And then it's a fact of committing to it, going, okay, sometimes I have commitment issues and sometimes I don't, what about this? And then it's the fact of, I don't know what that's going to look like. So in my motto, and, um, and it's ever been ever since I was a little girl, I was like, I'm just going to go for it. Why not? Oh, I haven't tried that yet. Why not? I can't, right. you know, judge or put a block or put like, mm, nope, I can't do this because I'm not sure. But the pivotal point that really changed my life was that I'm not going to worry about what other people say. I'm going to do it anyways. And, and that's a powerful statement. And, and I feel like I need to share that one more time is that I want to make sure that I'm living the full life of my full potential. So that way it helps others embrace their full potential without being afraid what other people will think. And that takes time. Uh, it, it took a lot of time. It took me not to worry about, okay, what are my friends and family going to say? You know, um, mm. growing up to where we're always told or conditioned. Like, I, I love that word conditioned. How can I uncondition the condition that I'm in? Yeah. Right. How, do, how do you unlearn what you've been taught right. or what's been put on you? Because I think that that is where it starts for a lot of people. Because I think, especially having two young sons myself, I watch them embrace their creativity and their lack of lack of rules or lack of knowledge right. of rules or lack of expectations or conditioning, like you said, and, I, and I'm doing my best to try to say like, hey, embrace who you are. Don't be afraid of that. And if this is what you like, great. And if your friends don't like it, who right. cares? You know, because I think, um, and I, I recently um, was a moderator in a room on Clubhouse talking about what I wish I would have known in my 30s. Mm -hmm. And which you know, <laughs> plays my cards on how old I am. That's right. Um, I'm right there but, you. you know, the one thing, <laughs> Right, exactly. But the one thing that I, I kept saying is, I wish, I wish I would have known the power of saying, I don't care what other people think, and that I'm going to progress with what I feel is right. right. Because in that is a certain clarity and a certain power that is unmatched. And a lot of times we let other people decide mm -hmm or determine or write our story because we're giving them the power to right. do so. We're giving them the pen or the brush in right. this case to say, you tell me what you think I should be and I'll just adhere to that. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, no, 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 this is my one life to live and my one story to write. 
And I don't want it to be a ghost-written novel. I want it to be something that I have taken the pen in my hand and I've written everything for better or for worse. Right. Everything that comes with it is mine. Right. And and I I told my son the other day, I said, I would rather I would rather fail at something that I loved or come up short on something that I loved than succeed at something that I hate. Mm-hmm. Because I've sold something of myself in that pursuit. And of course he was like, sure, dad, quit talking. I'm hungry. Um, but, <laughs> uh, right. It's like, he'll get it. Like, you know, it, it tucked back right. there, just holding on to that for, for my own parental sanity. Right, right. Um, but you know, he, he understood where I was coming from. And I think so many of us need to embrace that because if you look back on the pages that have been written, how many of those were truly you? Right. And so I applaud what you've done and how you've embraced that. And you've taken taken that step in that direction to embrace your own power and your own decision-making and saying, this is what I want to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it for what it is because it's what is, is pure to my heart. Right. Yes, definitely. And to go along with what you're saying about creating your own story um, and then also being a parent and then, you know, uh, even as parents, as parents, there's, yes, there's lots of books out there, um, but not every book can resonate with someone. And sometimes the parental skills that the parents had are not the same parental skills that when you become a parent want to be the same parental skills that you do for your, your, your kids. And Mm -hmm. something that was always embraced was that, you know, I, I, grew up into what a military home of that there was rules and regulations and there was guidelines. Um, there was sometimes some stifling little the things because I, I was not the normal typical kid for my parents. So I challenged mm. them a lot. And, and I did that in such a way because I wanted to freedomly express myself and then still have mm-hmm. the the guidelines that I needed. And that's what was really nice growing up is that I got really a lot of useful information from my mom and my father growing up because it, it was basically uh, us three for, for the longest time um, since we did a lot of traveling and a lot of moving. And then mm-hmm. there were times where I didn't get to express myself. And as a child then, even knowing now, those are the things that are what I was saying earlier about the little seeds that we don't realize that we had in our side of us that once we get out into the the big world or the the universe is that we there is a time in our lives that we have to go back and take care of those things and reiterate the unlearnings, the learnings and how we're going to do to to move forward which is really good. And those are sometimes the stumbling blocks that we don't realize that are holding us back to embrace our full selves because there was an emotional tie that was there. And then once we release that tie, then you, sky's the limit. And that's what I think is the beautiful right. thing. And to, to mention of what you were saying is it just encompasses life. When you have fun with life and life is your journey and you're your creator in your own story, in your own storybook, you're like, okay, chapter five is done. All right, what are we going to do with this one? And then you get to see the bigger picture without knowing exactly what the ending is going to be, but you get to see and enjoy what's happening at this moment. And with this moment, you feel the energy and the vibe and the sensation from being that sensitive without 
thinking the sensitivity is a bad thing. I love that. Absolutely love it. So I want to I want to turn to something that I know that you embrace and have fun with, and that you find your own power in. And it's really important to to share this because I think for for people like myself who have this art, like I love art. It's all over my house, all over my office. Um, I love looking at it, but at the same time, I'm one of those that when I you put a blank canvas in front of me, I'm like, oh, here's a stick figure. You're welcome. Um, so. <laughs> When I when I when I think about and, and having watched your journey and, and watching your expression through art, tell me and tell everybody about what that feels like because I think there's that part of me that wants to embrace art, but I'm a little bit hesitant in doing so. But you have stepped full force into it. So talk about like what this feeling is when you're creating something and and what that brings to your life that somebody may be hesitant to do so, but then they understand the benefit of it. What is what does that feel like uh. to you? The feeling is feeling so alive and invigorating that you're untouchable. It's literally wow. like the sun where it's untouchable, wow. but it's it gives off energy. It gives off light. And it's just this deeper sensation that it does. It's just, it's a full passion. And, you know, um, throughout these years, I've, I've really tried to um to be able to express it in words and i've gotten better with it but it's it's an expression of body movement it's encompassing um dance it's encompassing the music uh for me i i hear tibetan bowls at time i hear the uh, the goons, like I hear, I hear that the bass drums, um, I hear the percussion, I hear the downbeat. Sometimes it's uh, a guitar or just the bass, just having this nice ripple effect. Um, for someone to embrace art, it's the freedom of letting go, the complete letting go, like no judgmental, no judgment. You're like, Okay, I have this courage and this self-discovery and I've got this in me. And again, it's, it's no holding back. And so when I'm creating, I'm in this divine channel. It's just this, this channel, this energy, this flow that comes within me. I don't question it. There is, there's just no question because I have pure faith, pure faith and pure belief that whatever is coming out, it's meant to come out. And, and it's very organic and it's different for everybody. Some, you know, like for me, I see color, I smell it, I sense it. Um, it's different for every individual. Um, sometimes when I'm channeling and someone that has already passed over, I will smell like, you know, cranberry sauce. I'm going, who used to make the cranberry sauce? It was like, it was not just for Thanksgiving, but they had to have cranberry sauce. I know that's coming up later for you, but, um, so that's, <laughs> so that's kind of how it just happens is, is I fully embraced the, the organic expression. So through my journey, stick figures is what I thought. Um, but when, like I used to, I was a photographer and I took, um, I took some classes, but the thing that I guess what separates me is this, and, and I, I would like to share this. 
I wanted to embrace how I worked and what I did before I read how others did. Mm. So I love that. I, I didn't want to confuse myself or say, well, this is the way I have to do it this way because that's how we're taught. Again, it's kind of going back to the school thing <laughs> where like reading and comprehension, where my trouble in school was I would read and interpret more than what was just right there. And then I had to relearn how to, okay, well, you're wanting a specific answer, but I'm not going to give that because I'm feeling this. So right. I use that as a gift instead of, oh, well, you're just not hearing this. And that's what I would always be told by the teacher. Well, you must not be understanding. And so then I had to learn for myself. I'm going, well, how is it that you're not understanding? So that's the part of the artistry is the artwork. You don't have to understand it. You just, you, you're creating in an abstract is the first way that I was able to do it was totally going through the abstraction going, all right, you're just in this free zone. You're in this flowing and I'm self-taught. So I was like, okay, well, drawing faces was that I think people that can draw face. Oh my God. There are some beautiful artists. Anybody that can do that, that takes time and patience and for me, it was like, I see everything around it. So that was hard to focus on what was important, mm -hmm. what was not important to that effect. And as I got more into knowing how I flow with the paintbrush, the stick figures, because I still do those too. But then it's mm -hmm. like you elaborate and then you realize uh, as a seer, as I am, I can look at an image and then I'm going, okay, I can follow those lines and I can do this okay, mm -hmm. how can I do this without feeling like I had to be shown or taught? And then once I figured right. it out for me, then I actually took lessons and, and I was, um, I've been through uh, under a couple of different artisans in my life underneath their wings and, and learned a couple of things, uh, especially uh, Michelle Combs up in Minneapolis when I was up there in Studio 391. She showed me certain things because uh, she's an um she does impressionalism, and but she can draw okay. very well and does oil, um, and her compositions are beautiful. And so uh, she showed me a couple of things within her artwork. When that happened, I was like, oh, that clicked. So it's like, okay, here's this. So it's being able to embrace yourself, knowing that you're still able to learn. And another thing mm -hmm. that is a, is a self-driven thing, I'm just, I'm self-motivated. I'm, I'm self-driven that I want to know more, but know that I'm not a master of all things. And it's okay if I don't know, and it's okay hmm. to fail. And I don't always have to right. win. And that's the part that, that has really made a, a beautiful difference. Which, which to me, when, you, when, when I think about people that I talk with or coach, two things that you said there that are sometimes the most difficult things to embrace. Number one, is that if it's not the way it's supposed to be, it's not a failure. Right. So it's not so that when you talk about the the unexpected answer to something, because I think we are, we're taught that there's there's an answer for every question. Right. And and I and I and again, like the minute you were talking about how you looked at it in a different way, or you wanted to learn without without the the mental boundaries and guidelines and fencing of what other people do. And so, oh, okay, so I've got to do this. Right. Um, 
And I, and so I think about, I've got two fluid thoughts, but number one, I think about the artists musically that I have really been drawn to that have done it differently. Mm-hmm. They, they've, they've done something. So I think about groups like Nine Inch Nails. I think about Basement Jacks. I think about Beck who are considered revolutionary within their genres yeah. because they're not doing it the way everybody else is doing it. And that to me is where true creative genius lies mm-hmm. in the sense of saying, okay, this is how it's been done. Let me do it something. Let me do something different. You know, when we think about the evolution of music, there's always that person that steps out and says, well, why can't you do this instead? Jimi Hendrix is a good example. Oh my too. Why can't you do this with cool. a guitar yes. instead? Oh, okay. And then it's like, whoosh, he kicks the door open and everybody else is like, oh, you can do something. So I think about like a Jimi Hendrix to a Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine, like their styles are so unique. They're taking something that has been used for centuries and doing something completely different right. with it. And because that's what their vision is. That's what their creative drive is. So I love that you've embraced the fact that there's more than one answer, or maybe there's an expanded answer or a different angle of answer to a right. question. Yes. And that shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel bad about that. And I think the other thing that I love that is so hard for me, I, mean, I know that I've, I've, I've struggled with this too, but I think everybody has that problem with saying it's okay to experiment and mm-hmm. fail because that's where growth and understanding comes from. Because we feel like, especially when it's art, yeah. like I think about art and I think the major hangup I had about art is that you're putting something on a canvas for, you know, and it's, it's there. Right. It's different than if you think something or you conceptualize something and it's yours, it's internal, it's not on display. But if you go and say, here's what my expression on canvas is or my expression in music is, it's now visible. Right. And so we feel like it has to be impressionable. And I think I've shared this with you before, but I literally was handed a wonderful opportunity in music that I never took advantage of to create my own music, to be given to somebody that was was very prolific in the industry. And I never did it because I got so caught up in what I thought it should have been or thought it should have sounded like, or thought it had to have this kind of impact. It had to be fantastic. And I literally told him, I have never produced a song before. And so he understood that. But then I got in this mindset of, well, if I'm going to create something that is me and put it out there, it better be perfect. Right. And then it's vulnerability. And, right. And that was that was where it fell apart for me. And that's where, you know, I don't I don't hang on to regret. But if I if I were to, that would be towards, if not at the top of the list, yeah. that I didn't do something about that because I got in my own vanity and my own ego about it. I was so worried about the acceptance of it and the judgment of it and the impressionability. I didn't want to give it to him and be like, oh, well, that was a huge mistake inviting him to yeah. do that um, because it was you know, not what I thought it should have been. So that in of itself, and I think that's one of the most powerful things to glean from this yeah. is that there's not just one answer. And if you don't try and you don't step outside of the the restrictions of what we think society or what other people would put on us that's where the greatness lies because you mm-hmm. could have that idea that's even if it's an inch outside of the boundary of what's right. been done before right. it's different it's you and it's unique and that's where you could possibly rob others of their own creativity and their own happiness through your creativity. Right. Because I think about all these artists that I just listed. Imagine if, if Trent Reznor would have been like, eh, nobody's going to like this because it's different. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. right. 
<laughs> go on and go on and rob us of some of the best music of all time. I mean, honestly, that's just that's what so. Uh, I think, but I, I think the the rawness and sharing. You, you said something that was really awesome, and it's true. It's everybody wants to have a voice, but when you're giving the opportunity mm. to have the voice, it's taking it. And even though that you didn't do it then with your music, your mentally mentality wise you weren't ready for it and that was okay. And that's, that's the part where it's okay to accept. And, right. and we're, we're human. And I, I still do that even today, even though uh, of the spiritual practice that I do, but it's knowing that you're human and it's going, okay, at this moment, yes, this opportunity was here, but it wasn't right. And it's okay. But there's still always another opportunity instead of now waiting for it. It's now, you just do it and then you get more mm -hmm. power just doing it and then you're going okay i can do this and and i've got this all right now you're sharing your voice in such a, a different way and that's okay right and i and i i love that and of course i'm now thinking about like all <laughs> i've got a, a, an array of friends who are writing books and i'm that's a goal of yeah. mine is to write a book and and I think about all of them and I've, as I follow their journey on social media or on LinkedIn or whatever, and they're talking about their journey of writing this book, like the, the idea of doing anything in one take <laughs> is nearly impossible to achieve. Like bands don't go in and record a song the first time they've, they've decided to play it together and they're like, all right, good, put it on there. Um, or, you know, an artist experiments with things they don't you know the mona lisa wasn't wasn't you know van gogh's first i think it's van gogh i'll check my my artist knowledge here um the mona lisa wasn't his first painting right so i mean that's you i think that that mentality of saying you're not going to be perfect the first time so go into it understanding that it's going to be a process right. and in that process you're going to shape your own style and in that is where the bliss is that's where the that's where the harmony of self is is that you understand your own. And it, again, it is, you could be talking about writing a business yeah. book. It doesn't have to be this like uber creative thing. It could be just the expression of oneself and understanding that there's going to be lessons learned. There's going to be progress. There's going to be growth. There are going to be hiccups along the way. There are going to be things you're going to have to pound out and get better at. Right. But if you just stay still and you don't do anything about it, you never figure that right. out. So- <laughs> I'm going to play this back to myself later on as I sit down at my keyboard and say, okay, <laughs> you said it. Now you got to own it, right? <laughs> Take it in. Yes. So to, right. to go along with you um, to what you decide is yes, that right there, what you just mentioned about sometimes how you don't have one take, that's how I create. That's how the aura paintings, right. the inspirational paintings, even commission paintings, I've got one take. And I'll tell you what, I, when, when it comes to the auras, uh, doing the, the inspirational healing paintings, you see it organically happen. I'm going, this is all happening in one take. Like, you know, there's, there's not a right. do-over. <laughs> well, you're different though. Like, I, and that's why I'm so excited for people to watch what it's you do. total vulnerability. And, and, <laughs> right, right. And I think, you know, and, 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 you know, as you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, the one example is Natasha doing her, for her aura paintings. Like the ones I'm looking at on my wall here are phenomenal. They were done in one take. They were done organically with no planning whatsoever. No. So the exception to the rule <laughs> is you. Um, Check please, no kidding. <laughs> so, right, exactly. So everything implies that I just said, except 
So, um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for you sharing your, yeah, I, I should be praising <laughs> your artistic. Um, so I, I appreciate you sharing all this insight and I appreciate you sharing who you are, you know, through this, this conversation, through your art, through your, your, your energy, through your social media too. Like, I love watching what you do. And I love watching the, the lives that you impact and I'm crazy excited for part two of this conversation because what people are about to see so if you if you go over to my channel and watch this demonstration what you're about to see is one of the coolest things i have personally ever witnessed in my entire life you're gonna watch the the one exception to the rule of, of creation the one take of natasha actually painting something that is that is so unique and so powerful and has so many layers of story to it that when you see it happen, understand that it's happening in a in a in a one tight a one take a one person a one energy example. But yours, when you when you reach out to her and contact her to do this for you, yours will be totally different because your energy will be different than mine. <laughs> Hopefully for you. Um, <laughs> but everything is unique in what you do with what we're about to see. So I am number one, so thankful to you for this conversation, for sharing your talents and your energy. And number two, I'm so excited for this demonstration. Uh, but tell everybody where they can find you so that when they see the demonstration, they know exactly where to go to. So where where can people learn more about uh, you? You can uh, definitely reach out on Instagram and Facebook. And I also have a website. Uh, so it's natashasart.com. So it's N-A-T-O-S-H-A and then sart.com. And uh, on Instagram, it's Natasha Kiefer Indicates Designs as well. So yeah, definitely. And um, I definitely share yeah. some links with uh, Rich Bracken too, because you got to listen to his, his podcast. They're uh, awesome. Very, very awesome. <laughs> so not just a shout out for me, but it's also a shout out for you. So you definitely have well, a lot of great that. intellect content. So definitely being the inspirational self that you are as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I'm going to make sure all the links, your website, all your social handles are in, in the show notes. So please go follow Natasha, check out her website. And then again, you're going to want to reach out after you see this demonstration. So please take a look at the video. The link to the video will be in the show notes as well. So go over, watch this video. What you're about to see is it's just awesome. I, I mean, there's no, I, I, my mental thesaurus is failing me right now. It, it is beyond description. So head on over to the video, watch this demonstration, and then come back to Natasha's website, reach out to her and bring her into your world to do your own painting. And I promise you it'll be the most fantastic thing that comes into your life. So thank you so much, Natasha. And I'm looking forward to what we're about Ditto. to do. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. For more information, including previous episodes, keynote speaker information, television appearances, and more, visit richbracken.com.